Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Sorry for running late. We are the New York Knicks. I'm back. Back in the New York. Ooh, well, it's the Knicks. Everybody, it is the New York Knicks podcast episode 567, part of Dash Radio. I am Jay. How you doing, Mark? Um, I am just realizing um, the Knicks winning percentage will never catch the number of episodes ever for the future of the show. Yeah. The more episodes we do, the, the, the harder it'll be. And uh, Almost got there. Almost got there. I mean, maybe next year they'll begin 1-0 and and they'll uh, they'll be ahead of us for a little while. I mean, they were 5-1. and one. At one point, they were ahead of that. Us. Was pretty awesome. So I, Jay, I'm going positive this episode. Things are good. Things are looking up, Jay. Um, since last episode, the Knicks had a heartbreaker against uh, the Phoenix Suns, and uh, they the many cams that are torturing the Knicks this year. There was Cam Thomas um, campaign put a lot of pain on the Knicks. Um, not campaign, sorry, uh, Cam Johnson. The campaign also had a good game. Uh, Cam Johnson. Look like a goddamn Hall of Famer against the Knicks. Hit a last-second shot to, to crush our dreams. But the Knicks beat the Clippers. They beat the Kings. And they have gone into the mode of trying to destroy their draft pick. Uh, what's going on, Jay? Yeah, it's that time of season where the the Knicks are all but eliminated from the playoffs and then win a bunch of games to get the 8th uh, to 10th pick in the draft. I think chances are they probably weren't moving up very much from here. So, uh, I don't know. The, uh, the young guys have been playing... Um, in past times, the Knicks have done this. It was usually with players that would, would not be on the team very much longer. Here, the young guys are contributing, and these guys are, are our future. The ch- these children are our future. I don't know why I call them children, just because that song. 
but the Knicks are probably they're they're at the ninth seed right now um, for the for the for the tankathon, not for not for the real playoffs. <laughs> um, they can move up to eighth. If I mean Portland could get hot. I, I had visions of fifth, <laughs> but that this this little mini two game winning streak I think put the nail in that coffin. But Whatever. And anyway, I, I, they, I, uh, we I, got to I see some McBride. We got to see Sims like yeah. extended looks, which extended looks, good. yeah. The I would say also this is the time of year where we have all these debates on Nick's Twitter in which uh, people are like, tanking doesn't work. So-and-so got drafted. Not everyone drafted later in the draft. It doesn't always work. And then and then like two months later, the same people are always like, can we trade up in the draft? Is there any way to move up in the draft? <laughs> right. But, uh, if only there was a way to get a better draft pick. There's only a way. Why don't we trade all our draft picks we have just to move up in this draft? You could have just lost two more games. No, there's no way we could have done but anyway, what about but, uh, the culture? What about the culture? The culture. What about the culture? But anyway, so whatever. The, uh, it is nice to see the young guys playing. Um, so tell, tell me, what do you think so far? Like, uh, So Miles McBride, we have been waiting and waiting to see some Miles McBride play. Um, he is finally getting some minutes. He's playing um, on the other. He's playing with IQ, who seems to be banging the point guard while McBride is out there. But at the same time, I'd say, uh, so... Have you watched any of the G League clips of McBride, Jay? I have seen a couple highlights. He looks very good there. So he's been he's been lighting it up in the G League. The one thing I say about the G League, it seems like there's not a lot of like defense going on in the G League. And not yeah, that I saw everyone ran basically ran from half court to get a layup and nobody like even attempted to step in front of him. I, I don't know what's going on in the G League. Um and I don't know how watchable these games are, but there really doesn't seem like just the clips I've watched of watch of him. Every clip, it just doesn't seem like the defense is really... I so feel like if you want to get called up to the NBA, you should probably put in effort in the G League. Yeah, I, and I also I feel like if you're not putting up numbers in the G League, then you really should never be in the NBA because you should be able to put up numbers in the, in the G League. And, and McBride is totally doing that. Um, I think the reasons Tibbs... Overall, the reason I think Tibbs has been reluctant to use, to use McBride is... He, so on the one hand, the positive side of, of McBride, he looks like he's really into playing defense, knows what he's doing, and that's, that's definitely in what Tibbs likes. But I also think from a point guard, Tibbs likes a point guard who's more aggressive, who can really like create his own shot um, and, pen, and, pen, and penetrate, um, which McBride is not, does not look like he has the fastest like first step to the basket. He does not look like one of those break down the defense point guards. W- would you agree with that? Um, I don't know because I got really mad during the Phoenix game because every time he was on the court, he hid in the corner and IQ. It's like, don't you want to see if this guy is an actual point guard or is 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 Tibbs really like IQ is more of a point guard? Because I don't get the point. I would even like to see McBride out there without IQ. I agree with that. I would like to see him out there without IQ. Why don't you give those guys the main minutes at point guard? Alex Burke, Alex Burke was asked while playing point guard, and he said something, and I'm paraphrasing him, like, like, well, you know what, with our team, anyone can really play point guard. It just is what it is. But not our team, our, our offensive scheme. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it, Burke basically was saying, he's, he more or less just said, I guess I'm playing point guard. I'm not a point guard, but what are you going to do? That's what the guy who's starting point guard said, said, yeah, said that's, for our team. That's the frustrating thing because if you had IQ and McBride splitting the minutes at point now because, you know, Walker and Rose are injured, 
you could put uh, you could put Burks back at the two, and he was really good at the two last year, like really good. Yeah, I feel I feel like this kind of hurt. Really, there's been a lot of hate towards Alec Burks, and most of it is because he's playing out of position. And I know it's supposed to be positionist, but basketball, but him being forced to be the the guy creating the offense really hurts his game because that's not his game. Right now that Grimes is injured, you just have Fournier and Burks split the minutes at the two, and I think you're good. I, I mean, like, Alec Burks is a better player than Alfred Payton, but Alfred Payton was a better point guard than Alec Burks. And right. that's just like, that's just saying how far we've fallen, basically, with starting point guards. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, and I, I can't even argue with that. Yeah, I mean, like, and, and that's, yeah, again, like, it's amazing how we had Alfred Payton and we were like, well, this is the floor. And our GM, our team president's like, let me hold my beer. I'm going to make this worse. Which um, is funny because for context, Chris Paul got injured. And then Cameron Payne got injured, and they still called somebody out of the G League to play point guard instead of Alfred Payton. <laughs> Payton's getting like two minutes at the a game now. I would say this offseason, and I know the Knicks are going to have Derrick Rose back next season. Um, and I don't know how healthy he'll be, whatever. Even presuming he plays all the games, I think the Knicks need two point guards on this, two new point guards in this roster next year. Um, despite whatever McBride's doing, I, you need a, you need a real starter. The Knicks don't have a starter, um, and I would get someone. I mean, get get multiple point guards just to throw. We just need more point guards. Uh, IQ is really not a point guard. He looks better off the ball. Um, McBride's been okay. I, I I'd like some guys to fight. Have like maybe a real competition there for point guard. Let's have an abundance of point guards. Actually, you want to be like a normal NBA team with three point guards? Yeah, I huh. think that would make some sense. I don't know. Even like I mean. Draft, they should draft at least one point guard, find another point guard in free agency or be a trade. What if I were to tell you that the Knicks have three point guards under contract next season? Um, Kemba, Derrick Rose. Derrick Rose also, he's not necessarily a point. He's kind of an in-between guard at this point. He's kind of a more score-first point guard at this point. I'd like a more tradition. But anyway, yeah, Kemba, Derrick Rose, and McBride. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Yeah, they got three. I, I, I they got three. How many do you yeah, want? Yeah, I mean, I, I three others, okay, or two others. I, it, this is absurd. Like Kemba shouldn't be on the roster next year. Um, Burke should never play point guard again. IQ is not a point guard. He shouldn't be playing point guard either. Um, Rose will be here, and it's great. Yeah, have McBride. Have two others. You, why don't we just after all these years of having a, a drought at point guard, have a few extra? See how it goes. The shadow says, "Do you guys think that Deuce?" has actually a chance to be a point guard. No, he didn't start off college playing point guard. He eventually started playing point guard, but it's not like he played point guard his whole life or his whole, like in high school. I don't know. His, he looks like he's could be good on defense. He looks a little bit, and he hasn't had extended minutes in the NBA. So he's been a little bit hesitant. Um, I think with more time, he'll look better. He's only had what? Two games this season where he played more than 15 minutes. Yeah, and the Houston game, he had a he had a good game. Like his off, like we'll we'll see how it go. I am not like watching McBride being like, "Wow, he's amazing." I'm just watching him going, "Wow, how can we not give him a chance at least?" Yeah, especially with what we've seen as of late. Um, On a positive note, Randall got his career high last night, forty six points. He uh, he was goddamn awesome. He was goddamn awesome. That was the. Don't trade me for Sabonis revenge game. 
Yeah, yeah. That that was uh <laughs> that that was oh, you wanted Sabonis. I'm gonna light your ass up. I had um in a bet I on on DraftKings or whatever, I had uh over twenty five for Sabonis and Randall for the game. Randall, of course, went over twenty five. I cannot believe Sabonis. Sabonis goddamn sucks. How could Sabonis? How could you not get me? How could you not win this bet for me? So, fun fact, the Knicks are the only team in the NBA this year that have four players who scored over 40 points in a game. Four players who scored over 40 points. Um, RJ, obviously, Randall, um, Kemba, and... You got three of them. Yeah, yeah, obviously. Um, Did Burks do it once? No, he did not. No, okay. Uh, Oh, oh, um, um, Fournier. Yeah. It's amazing because this, this is one of the worst offenses of the NBA. We said at the beginning of the season, anybody on this team can go. They have like seven guys that could go off at any time, and they all did it once. Yeah. This is, <laughs> anyone, anyone can score 40 any given night. Someone, someone could score 40. Um, so Once, though. Once, yeah, yeah. So speaking of, so RJ has been really great since January, right? Yeah. And so we have a you have you have a going into next season you're gonna be pretty excited about RJ right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, first, yeah, yeah, yeah. first I, I, draft pick I, that like worked out in a, in a while. Yeah, no, he looks like he's gonna get better. I'm excited. We need more in the roster, obviously. Um, so there's a guy I've been trashing lately who's starting to have a few good games. Um, in Emmanuel quickly, mm-hmm. his last like four games have been pretty solid. What do you think of quickly and his future? I don't think he's a point guard. He's a little undersized. Um, how tall is he? He's uh, like six three. He's a little undersized for like a two for a, a, a shooting guard. Mm-hmm. Um, but what do you think of him? I'm not too high on him. I I just feel like there's a lot of guys in the NBA that could do what he does. Like you have Maxi Man. I feel like he's in that category, only less consistent. So. His um his stats for the for March, mm-hmm. um, which only consists of four games, he's averaging eighteen points a game, six rebounds, three and a half assists. He is shooting fifty seven percent from the field, fifty five percent from three, and ninety four percent from the line. How do you like those numbers? I mean, those are great, but I, I noticed you ignored about sixty games there. <laughs> I ignored almost the entire. I mean, up to this point, so through through February. He she was shooting like thirty five percent of the. Do season. you know that uh, since March seventh, Randall's been averaging forty six points a game? It's crazy how you can do these things with stats. You know what I love on also <laughs> someone puts on like Twitter or something like that. They'll be like small sample size, but and when you say small sample size, it means whatever you're going to say next is completely meaningless. But then they'll be like small sample size, but I don't know. Maybe Randall could do forty six points a game going forward. I mean, one game over a course of a whole season. If you say small sample size, you should just say I cherry pick this. You, you know what you should do? If you say small sample size, you should delete what you're going to write because <laughs> exactly. you're 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 admitting what you're writing is it's just it means nothing. Leave That's it. That's the whole point of saying twenty four hours and then delete it the next day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, but uh, four games, he's been looking. He's finally shooting better up to this. So up through February, the way he was shooting in the season made him borderline, not even an NBA player. Like you can't shoot 35% and be in the NBA. It's just absurd. Um, last year, he first of all, on just a very basic level, 
your field goal percentage has to be over 40%. Up to this point in his career, last year when we when people loved him, he shot under 40%. That's not NBA-level shooting. That's not like a good shooter. Somehow he's got a reputation as a good shooter anyway. But um, According to Reddit, he's a generationally good shooter. <laughs> I do have some faith if he just... First of all, if you stop jacking up shots, like he just like he has this weird confidence, like he's Steph Curry. If he was, if if Steph Curry did not like, he he has the Steph Curry confidence without any accomplishments. That that's that's my biggest problem with him. He'll get one layup and then he'll do like three straight heat checks from thirty feet away, and it's like you're not that guy. I, I if the shot's open, take it by all means, take it, but don't pull up from like 30, 35 feet and just jack it up four seconds into the shot clock because you think you could hit every shot. That's That so, doesn't work. So, okay, people are talking about what's, what's our core going forward. If you had to, and I know we did, I did not mention this topic before, Jay, but if you say, like, I'm going to give, like, like levels, core, for, 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 for tier one, mm-hmm. who's on tier one for um, the, our most important players going forward? Barrett. Yeah, that's, I agree. Barrett's tier by himself. He's got the youth. That's the only everything. guy I would say is a core has the keep guy. I know it's only one person, but that's what I think of the team right now. Tier, yeah, tier two. Um, not quite tier one, but very valuable going forward. I'm going to say, I'm going to put, I'm going to, I'll name the first player. I think Grimes should be in the tier two. I would have went with Grimes too, yes. Yeah, I think he's shown enough on defense. He's, he's a good shooter. I feel like this guy's going to develop. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is in tier two? Would you put Mitch there? No, <laughs> I I don't I I'm not that. You can put tier, Mitch there if you want. I don't know if he's going to be on the team next year. He has had some good games. He's first of all, he got injured last night. He gets injured all the freaking time. That's my worry with him. That, that's why I, I would question putting him in that tier. Do you want to build they, around they... a guy who has had zero healthy seasons so far? The rumor was the Knicks offered him maybe four, try to extend him for forty eight million um, over four years. If he's not taking that, he can go. I, I, I just the idea of him being a twenty million dollar Met got a player, it would immediately be one of the worst contracts in the NBA. Like he just maybe he could live up to this. I just don't. He's in four years in the league. He hasn't developed a shot more than a foot away from the basket. Yeah, what's That's the ceiling? Great. That's the thing. Like, yeah, I think twelve is fair. Um, you got to think like. Barrett's probably going to get overpaid for his first year or two because of the potential, and he's he's shown that he can get better each season. H- has Mitch really improved that much? He fouls less? If the Knicks extended, so first of all, the Knicks don't have to extend Barrett this summer. They can wait till next summer, right? I think you can wait till your fourth year. You just be a restricted free agent, but the Knicks have the rights to him, right? Yeah, yeah, they... Um... So like then they I could, also then they could uh, match whatever anybody else offers. So they can extend for a year. This is what they did with David Lee. They extended well, I was for just, a fifth year. No, I know, but not even extend for a fifth year. This is his third year. They could. They don't have to do anything this summer. They don't have to lock him up this summer. I, I feel like the Knicks locked up Randall early, and then now can you imagine a world where the Knicks hadn't locked up Randall last summer? I mean, what? They'd, they'd just be a lot worse. I, I know Randall hasn't had a good season, but they would be worse. Do you think they'd be keeping him if they hadn't locked him up? It's not even worth going down this, this rabbit hole. But, I don't uh, know. I mean, he's still they, like, if he's not their he's, best player, he's their second best player. 
Yeah, no, he is. But I think if they hadn't locked him up, they might have tried to trade him. I, I don't know. Like, I he, think he wouldn't did. have gone all in after this season. I think they're listening. They, to us. No, because, <laughs> I mean, it seems like players are cryptically, maybe Mitch not so cryptically, hinting that the offense uh, gets stuck when it goes to certain people. And it's clearly yes. handled. And four different Knicks have said that. Even though he does try to pass, really, he needs to be, if you're going to run the offense through him, you're screwed. If you have a point guard that'll make his life easier, he can learn to not have the ball go through him and he'd be better. Like he's like, we, when he was in New Orleans, he had a very efficient season because he wasn't, the ball wasn't running through him. Either that he wasn't, he's got to learn how to deal with the double team. Like he, he passes out of it though. He does sometimes. As long as he gets a bunch of assists, he just can't be your point guard. Well, that, but he also, I think he's slower to make decisions. So he, he does turn the ball over too much in those positions. Like, remember when Tibbs went with point Noah and it worked? Yes, yes. Like, like, Noah made faster decisions. Totally fine. That could yes. be like a, a peak Randall. If Randall was able to, to see the court like Noah was, uh, it could work. But it, he's just not, he's not doing I mean, that right now. One of the challenges that were also there, first of all, Randall's handle is not that tight. Um, he's got a decent handle, but he's not in the most amazing dribbler. And he's not the like he's not he doesn't have the handle of a point guard. So he's something she just turns the ball over for that. He tries to do things too much. Noah was in charge. He was in charge of passing the ball, but it wasn't like Noah had to like create his own like he wasn't responsible for getting 20 points a game, also. Right. And Randall has to both get 20 points a game and create the whole offense. And yeah, also they- just there's no knock on and you're on your player saying you're not LeBron or you're not peak Noah, like the ball doesn't have to be able to run through your, like he could be your best player and not have the ball run through him. Yeah. Yeah. This, the shadow says uh, it's the wasting time on the shot clock. They definitely agree with that. It, there's a lot of times where he does what we hated with Mello and with Porzingis, where they would just yeah. dribble the air out of the ball and then fling it to somebody with three seconds left. And sometimes they, they hit the shot, but it, it, it's not an offense. That's like bail me out. Well, if you had a point guard who could break down the defense and make his life easier, the ball doesn't have to always go. Like, the, first of all, the ball would move fast. Like, if your offense could actually, you had a point guard who would actually run the ball a little bit, the offense would move faster. He'd have to keep up. Like, he's dangerous around the rim. He's got a good shot. If, but the, the thing that kills me the most, I mean, that, yes, his like kind of like slow decision making. Also, when he posts up by the three point line and begs for the ball out there, if you're going to post up, get near the basket. Yeah. Get a real position. Like this is just give me the ball here so I can like slow the offense down. It's, it's insane. He needs better coaching. The, well, the interesting thing is he went off yesterday and he played a lot of his minutes at the five. Maybe he's actually a good uh, center. Well, if you are going to make him the center and maybe play some Obi at center also, maybe you don't need Mitch next year. That's also so my thing with Mitch. First of all, I think Mitch has a ton of talent, but I think he's going to be one of these unrealized potential guys. There's a, Something's wrong with the fact that he hasn't developed the lack of development in the first four years, and maybe with the right development, he can get better, but like his lack of a post-up game, his lack of ability to shoot more than a foot away from the basket, his defense isn't like... He gets some blocks, but his defense isn't amazing. It's not amazing, but it's not... It's not like you know, Bargnani bad. No, no, no. I think he's a solid. I'm not saying he's a bad defender. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just thinking that his, his defense as a center is a pretty average defense, maybe slightly above average. He's not like the best defensive center in the NBA. 
far from that. He's not Gobert. Right. So our, um, uh, our email is nynixpodcast at gmail.com. Well, we have uh, a bunch of questions. Why don't we go to the questions? Yeah, I was just going to read an email. David writes, how about a sign and trade in the offseason of Mitchell Robinson for Jalen Brunson? Um, sign me up in a heartbeat. Absolutely. Do I you mean, think Dallas needs a center and the Knicks need a point guard? It does. It, it almost makes too much sense. So I don't know if you've noticed Spencer Dinwiddie is going off at Dallas. He's playing really well. Maybe with Dinwiddie going off, Dallas doesn't necessarily need Brunson going forward. Yeah. I feel um, like Dinwiddie they, they, was almost uh, like a, whatever. We just want to get off of Porzingis's contract. And Dinwiddie's actually playing really good. He's playing great. And they really need another scum guard, guard that could score. Maybe Dinwiddie can be that guard. And they do need a center. Um, by the way, Mitch isn't Mitch just going to be a free agent? Like, right? I guess it's a sign and trade because uh, they'll make the contract. I, I don't whatever. Yeah, they could do a sign and trade. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the lob game from uh, from Doncic. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I mean, be like, he might oh my god, there. this is what it's like to actually play with a point guard. I, I would do this in a heartbeat. I, I think that would be great. Brunson is supposed to be more of a traditional point guard. Um, when Dantic has been out of the lineup, Brunson has played great. I don't know if Dallas would do that, but uh, that would be if if Leon Rose pulls that pulls it off. I will take every bad thing I've ever said about Leon Rose back, and I'll call him. I'll call him the, the goat. <laughs> <laughs> um, next question. Sam writes, "Hey guys, what do you think of quickly? He's a bog, and I can't count." How many times he misses wide open Obi under the rim. He makes Cam and do sit in the corners while he chucks up 30 footers. If he makes them okay, but if he doesn't, he looks like a jackass out there and watching Maxi's dominant play makes me even angrier. Maxi looks Maxi came four picks before him. He looks a lot better quickly. He had a couple of good games late recently, but uh, he does dribble the crap out of the ball. Also um, one of his issues quickly is when he drives to the basket. He has no ability to finish near the rim. Like, he just kind of dribbles. He's like, I'm near the rim. Shit. Yeah, I mean, he's a little undersized. The Knicks have a lot of undersized guards. That's also the problem. Knicks have a lot of issues. They, they have a very weak roster. <laughs> uh, by but, the way, tier, by, by tier, tier two, I guess, would be uh, oh, yeah, you're going to put Mitch there. Um, tier three, and I, I guess I'm not putting Mitch there, but tier, th- and I guess tier three, would that be OB... IQ, I would IQ put and Mitch Obi. in there. Uh, Obi, IQ, Mitch, and uh, McBride and Sims, and Randall. I, I put Rand- the I don't think I team. put Sims, Sims or McBride in tier three. I put them maybe tier four. Sims and McBride haven't shown me enough yet, um, even though they have potential. But, and by the way, I I, I keep seeing highlights. Of this guy Rokas, uh, the guy from guy in Europe. Yeah. He looks good in his highlights. He plays limited minutes over in Europe. I hope he's not here next year. I hope he plays another season in Europe. I think I would be, it'd be great if the Knicks gave him a little bit more time to develop in Europe before they brought him over. All right. Anthony says Mitch will be good and healthy once he leaves the Knicks. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I'm just saying the guy Rokas, if he could, if he could play 25 minutes a game in Europe, then I'd be ready. Like he's playing eight minutes a game or nine minutes a game in Europe. And he's supposed to be an up and coming good player, but it might be since the Knicks aren't good at developing players anyway, let him play another season in Europe. Yeah. Let him over. develop another year. Yeah, I don't. It, it's a, he's a nice stash to have. Um, yeah, there's not much. The, the rest of the, then you have just tier crap, and that would be all the veterans. And 
By the way, we've given Evan Fournier a lot of crap this year, and his defense isn't great, but he's actually one of the like he's one of the leaders in three point shots in the NBA. You know, I, I think would he's probably, like number five. I would probably put Burks and Fournier in that third tier. <laughs> Burks, if he's playing shooting guard, not point guard. I really think most of the team is in like a tier three, like fine, whatever. Yeah, there's a bunch of like average. You just need better players overall. And then the you had, like four, it, you would have to like Noel just can't stay healthy. The Knicks got scammed. His only healthy season of his entire career was his contract year, and now he can't stay on the court. Um, the Knicks. The, the other thing is, so the Knicks have two centers that can't stay healthy: Noel and Mitch. Yeah. You've already signed one of them. Why would you sign the second guy who can't stay healthy either? Yeah, yeah, could be a problem. And I, I, people are like, "Well, Mitch has played most of this season." Remember last year when he didn't play, he missed most of the season. Mm-hmm. Like, don't bank on him being healthy going forward. Right. Um, last email. Jan, oh, God. Paul writes, yeah. hey, guys, I hate the cycle. Play like crap at the beginning of the year, and then when games don't matter, they start playing better and winning games. See IQ Burks when we end up with the eighth pick, getting the Knoxes, Obies, and Franks, rinse and repeat. I agree. I, I, would... I know people say there's, like, winning culture. The Knicks made the playoffs last year. What did that do for the Knicks culture this year? I think it's pretty much the guy who's drafted with the first pick for the Knicks has to be a starter on the Knicks going forward. If the if Rose cannot, I don't know if he's an all star, but if Rose cannot nail a starter, then like this team, the team needs they need that kind of stroke of luck basically to go to go forward. You need this top ten pick. You need to nail a guy who's going to be a really good player. Yeah. There's no other way to build this team. There's there's nothing else that's going to happen. Like you need to nail some draft picks, and the Knicks have nailed really one draft pick, maybe two with Grimes. So uh, the the big board right now, the Knicks have the uh, ninth. According pick. to the mock draft, the Knicks have the ninth pick, and they're taking Ty Ty. I would be very very happy. Who I've been that. wanting, uh, but the ninth best player on the uh, big board is Terry Eason, which means he is going to be a future Hall of Famer because the Knicks are going to pass up on him. Um, He is a power forward, which would be a very logical pick for the Knicks to make. <laughs> I mean, they would, yeah, they would have to tra- uh, trade Randall. The dream, the dr- or they, or they would extend him a second time. They'd max him and Obi and be like, sorry, dude. Uh, by the way, the, the dream, I guess, um, is the Knicks get to the top four and they take Jaden Ivey, which people are in love with. Um, Who is a shooting guard, not a point guard. Either way, you'd, you'd make it work. I mean, people are acting like, wait, he's a shooting We can't... Yeah, if, if, if a guy looks like he's going to be... An, he's an all-star level talent, you fit him in the rock. You fit him on the team. Like, he can, obviously, you could put Jaden at shooting guard, RJ at, at a small forward. You can make that work. Maybe they get lucky. They get the number one pick. They... Draft Holmgren, and then they could feel good about trading Mitch. Yeah, I I don't know how I feel about. It. I, I haven't watched enough of Chet Chet Holm. Have you watched a lot of him? No, I was watching um, a highlight reel earlier today, but highlight reels are very misleading. Obviously, as, <laughs> as you learned with Cauley Stein. So, yes. um, you know he he looks good, but okay, yeah. yeah I, it w- the Knicks aren't get the number one pick anyway, and it, it would be the. The year they get the number one pick would be the year that's only power forwards and centers that are ranked up there. Yeah. Uh, Jan writes, where do you fall on the tank? Obviously, Tibbs is not going to try to lose games, but but should he? I think it was uh, um, Jeff Van Gundy that said that the best things things for the Knicks would be to miss the playing game. Do you agree? 
Yeah, well, if they get the playing game, that means their draft pick is going to be that much worse. Well, I think also Van Gundy's point wasn't the draft about the draft pick. He said they're just the roster and the team is going in the wrong direction. They need major changes. If they made the playing game, they could like pretend things are okay and things are not okay. Yeah, I I, I agree with that too. Um, th- there's yeah. it's it's a roster that has a bunch of decent pieces, but they don't fit together very well. No, you also have to be able to like limit, like say like these guys get more minutes. These guys get less minutes, prioritize guys, um, which I guess lately. So Tibbs has gotten, obviously there's been a directive to Tibbs that you have to play the young guys. Like obviously up to this point, like up to the all-star game, he refused to play the young guys. Suddenly he's playing these young guys. So clearly there was a message to Tibbs like, Hey, the only chance you're going to keep your job is to play the young guys. And he's, yeah. he's been doing it. Um, also, he's been, he's been benefit. He's benefited by the fact that some guys have been injured um, <clears throat> with Grimes out. There's been room for other guys to play with uh, Obi. There's been more room for guys to play. Also, Obi missed the last two games, but it's a, uh, yeah, uh, it's a weird roster with the same thing. Next have for like, they have a bunch of guys, where no one's really that much better than anyone else. Um, clearly, Randall's better. Um, RJ's better. Everyone else is kind of like it's right. hard to know like who to play if you're just that looking at just like, pure talent. They, they have like six guards, but like five of them are undersized shooting guards. Right, and they got guys who aren't too like Fournier's. They should really try to move on from Burks, Fournier. All their signings from last summer, they should try to move on from if they can. Yeah. I mean, Fournier is great, but like, I don't know if he has a great role in this team going forward. Um, I'd rather see some of these other guys play. And Fournier has been fine. He he does what he's... I just feel like some of these, this was a weirdly constructed roster. Uh, David writes, there's no chance at the, mo- at the moment, even for the playing game. I don't think we need to deliberately tank. We're doing a good job of it already. Um, yeah, so Tibbs is not going to tank on purpose. And uh, when he plays the young guys, if they win some, they win some. It is what it is. The, the, the schedule also is pretty tough going forward. Um, and Paul writes, I hate so much that we win these pointless games now. Just watch. This will be the best Randall, Randall ever plays going forward. <laughs> Probably. Um, Twitter On Twitter, we had a couple questions also. Uh, Anthea writes, why the F the Knicks are starting to win just when we had the hope of getting a top 10 pick? Um, Barrett King writes, what is the most important thing the Knicks should focus on this offseason? Example, trying to get rid of Evan Noel Burke's contracts, trade for a star or, um, tra- or, or trade for a star or stay put or chase certain players um, in free agency or trades like Beal. Tell me your guys' vision for a perfect offseason given our current situation. It has to be getting a starting level point guard. I mean, I yes. don't care. I don't think there's any contracts you have to get off. If they get off some, fine. I don't think they have any albatross contracts. Getting a point guard is a bust. They have to. Well, they have, they have to prioritize guys' minutes and prioritize the youth. I think they have to have a youth movement going forward. Right. Um, and, you, like, I mean, you could play, obviously play Randall, but, like, guys like Burks, Fournier, they don't necessarily need a lot of minutes going forward because um, they're not really going to help us going that much going forward. We're not ready to compete next next year. Like this year, I was like, "Oh, we're gonna finally we're gonna pizza is gonna be great." Next year, my hope is the team is just like maybe back to five hundred if they if this offseason goes right. I mean, I feel like it depends who they get. I mean, with the right piece, they can actually they can actually be better so I, than five hundred. 
They can have a repeat yeah. of like the fourth seed season, but the the right pieces need to fall in the right places. It's hard to hold out hope for like a guy like Brunson coming. They also Knicks have limited cap space. I'd love them to draft the point guard. They need to get a. My dream offseason is the Knicks bring in two interesting options at point guard. Um, and beyond that, that'd be the biggest thing. It's two interesting options at point guard. And if they don't draft the first pick of point guard, then that guy better be someone else that's going to play at a position that makes sense. Yeah. Like if they draft another backup power forward, or it's also hard to see. Like, I, yeah. I, the Knicks are a frustrating team. <laughs> yes, they are. They're very frustrating. Um, so, but yeah, my dream offseason is this, the, the Knicks in year three of Leon Rose. He figures something out for point guard, and we have decent point guard play. I think a lot of a lot on this roster will be solved by the point guard play. The defense is obviously a, almost a bigger issue, um, but I feel like I don't well, know. It also, got before anything. It, it yeah. just does. That's... I feel like if Randall's if his life is easier on offense, he'll play. But if the team is winning, he'll play better defense. Even though the team like it was a catch twenty two, yeah. But I feel like if he's energized by guys playing tough and like he's getting energized by everyone else playing hard, he'll play well also. Um, and if a point guard could help everyone else develop, put IQ back in the right position, mm-hmm. help Obi is out there, I think going in for Mitch any kind of big contract would be a mistake. Um, Signing any any veterans would probably be a mistake. Yeah. Outside of like just fringe guys that will fill some minutes. I mean, any vets um, that aren't a point guard. That aren't a point. I, I don't want to see a thirty-year-old point guard either. I would like to see uh, who was the guy I was mentioning the backup in Memphis. Um, Ty Jones. Ty, yeah, Ty. What is it, Ty? What is it? It's Tyus Jones, or is it? Yeah. Tyus is my yeah Tyus Jones. Yeah. Um, he's solid. He's twenty-five years old. He's looked pretty decent when Ja hasn't played. He was he was like a he was a late first round pick. I'm not saying he's like you bring him in and he's going to be awesome, but he could be at the very least a solid like you bring him in, draft the point guard, two interesting options at point guard. He could at least be like a gap filler. Like, I mean, Nick's also like the other way to get lucky is find a guy who's a back backup somewhere else who would really like shine in a in a in a bigger role. Yeah, and there uh, those things do happen. Um, uh, Nick's Nick's third quarter writes thoughts on Randall's wife calling out Nick's fans. Um, did you hear about this controversy, Jay? Yeah, I mean they call out Nick's fan TV. It, people have been very, very shitty to Randall, um, calling out his family, messaging his family members. Like that's above and beyond. Don't do that. Yeah, so I I completely agree. That's above and beyond. Um, what I would say though is that. I feel like players, their significant others, should stay the hell off of Twitter. And not because they like they shouldn't have a right to be on it. More that like a lot of this like sports fandom gets toxic and they're the best thing they can do is just not look at it. Yeah, I mean it's sad, but that's the way it is. I mean, Westbrook is going through it, like there's just a lot of terrible people on the internet. Yeah, the internet's a cesspool and most people are commenting on Twitter, Reddit, anywhere else. Are just having a normal conversation about this stuff, and people trash the players. Are like, oh, he's playing crap. That you, you can criticize players. That's totally within bounds. Uh, but people go overboard. They get really into this stuff. Any player really shouldn't be like. 
you should just avoid reading this. And I know it's probably hard to do that. And we've we've never been in a situation where like you're like this famous celebrity people are con- commenting on. But really, the 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 NBA should just like and all these leagues should just say like tell the players avoid social media as much as possible. Yeah. Or just put whatever comment you on. Don't read the comments. It's going to be a cesspool. Just it's going to drive you crazy. Don't do like they really should like for their own mental health. Stop look at this stuff. It's really got to be bad for your mental health. I mean, I, I can't even imagine having people like sending death threats to your family because you missed a three point shot or something like it's, it's insane. And that that's the extreme. But like it's also like last year, if you're Randall, you went on social media. People are like, oh, my God, I love this guy. He's so amazing. Randall, Randall, Randall. And now we go and like and from like game six of the season, people are like, trade him. He's trash. I can't believe how bad he is. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And it's just, and that's like, I like, that's just inbounds. What like it part of the part of getting paid in a crazy amount of money is that people are going to feel very strongly about, about, about what you do. And people are going to have ridiculous. I mean, like anyone who makes the NBA is an insanely elite athlete. Um, I, I was watching with my son once um, basketball game. And I called, I called some players. I said, Oh, he sucks. My son's like, but dad, he's better than you. You don't understand. Like, we're just allowed to say this. They're, they're, they're a million times better than me. Yeah. Um, but I, I feel like it's just kind of – it's a controversy that doesn't need to be there because the players can really – they should try to avoid being part of – reading all the stuff and getting involved in it. Um, I, I feel bad that like uh, anyone like involved Randall's family. Um, and there's a cesspool, but you're not going to end the cesspool on the, on the internet. You should probably just avoid looking at it all. Because no one's coming up to them in real life and doing it. It's just on. It's just this pseudo world, right? Um, Isn't it great that we're all going to live in the meta world soon, where like we're going to actually go to the cesspool? Can't wait! Can't wait! Uh, um, so I think that's all the. Yeah, I think that's all the questions. Um, Jay, what do you want to see for the rest of the season? What are your goals for the rest of the season? I want to see the young guys get a lot of minutes, and I would like to see a lot of losses because I want a good draft pick. The Knicks need the Knicks need a, a difference maker, and the only way to do that is through the draft, and they have a much better chance if they have a higher pick. Um, would you feel okay if like some of the young guys start playing really well? They start winning games, but like can't um Reddish starts playing really well. Um, um all the young guys just start playing. McRide starts playing well, they quickly starts lighting quickly quickly averages like twenty points a game going forward. With yeah. all those things and the Knicks like Win a bunch of games going forward. Would you feel good about it? Yeah, that I would be fine with if, if it was just the youth movement. If, if we're trotting out Burks, a point guard, and winning a couple games at the end of the season, and we're still getting 10 minutes a game from all the young guys, then then no, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. Well, the good thing the schedule is going to be tough going forward, so I, I find it really hard to uh, – for. I, I, it'd be really tough for the Knicks to have a bunch of wins the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. We're NY Knicks Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon. I'd like to thank our newest Patreon, uh, Dean. Dean and Andrew joined, so thank you guys. Thank you, guys. And, um, yeah, we'll be back next week, and uh, we'll see what happens. All right. Thanks for joining, guys. This is the end. Say goodbye. I'm gonna leave you.
Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven! Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.